T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Final hour on this Tuesday for the Bill Michaels Show. We are glad you're with us. We're going to frenzy coming up here in just a minute. Get your recap from all the games that took place this past weekend and last night regarding the NFL. Hey, I had mentioned before a couple of great offers right now from some friends of ours uh, up north. A great way to get away maybe for the holidays, before the holidays, take the family away for the holidays, whatever it happens to be. Pine Mountain Resort, that's a majestic Iron Mountain, Michigan Totally remote setting. Social distancing is built right in, my friends. And uh, Pine Mountain consistently rated number one as far as ski resorts go in Michigan and Wisconsin. And now when you book your ski weekend before Christmas, you get a couple of lift tickets absolutely free. And that's a $110 value. Just go to PineMountainResort.com. That is PineMountainResort.com. Or you can head north. The iconic and where I love to go, the Four Seasons Island Resort, that's in Pembine, Wisconsin, 78 miles north of Green Bay. And they've got social distancing built right in. Over 400 miles of snowmobile trails and cross-country skiing and ice fishing and all that kind of good stuff in a remote setting near Wisconsin's picturesque waterfall capital. Uh, you can enjoy some really good dining, too. They've got the Diamond Club upstairs. They've got a couple of bars upstairs. They've got the ice cream parlor. Then downstairs, the Boundary Waters Pub and Grill, indoor pool, hot tub, everything. You can book your weekend right now before Christmas. And they're going to then give you... A free night stay coming up in the spring. So you stay now, and you also get a chance to go up there for free in the spring. So go to Four Seasons, the Four Seasons, WI.com. That's the Four Seasons, WI.com. Two great winter getaway ideas where you can interact as much or as little as you're comfortable with regarding COVID and such, and two terrific offers. Again, go to the Four Seasons, WI.com. That's the Four Seasons, WI.com. Or go to Pine Mountain Resort. Let's frenzy, shall we? 
Russ looks. He's going to lay it up over the top. He's got a man down there. It's Metcalf. He's got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. Another big football weekend. Give to Gurley. Dives over the pile. Is stood up and is into the end zone anyway for the Falcons. Touchdown. Time to look around the rest of the league. This time, it's a handoff. No, it's a fake. Lance into the end zone. Touchdown, Zucker. Listen, he faked you. He faked, faked me. He faked everybody. This is the football frenzy on the Bill Michaels Show. Here's the flip to McCaffrey to the right. Picks up a good block from Moten and scores. Touchdown, Carolina. Second down. Hand off Elliott. Banging at the goal line. That's a touchdown, Cowboys. Time now to frenzy the Bills, the Chargers. They go out at this past weekend. Cole Beasley acts a wide receiver playing quarterback. Here it is. The flip to Beasley. Beasley, touchdown. Beasley, touchdown. There you have it, 27-17. That was on CBS. Cole Beasley getting the uh, toss there. One pass, 20 yards, touchdown, bang. Perfect quarterback rating. Meanwhile, Josh Allen, 18-24, 157 yards, a touchdown and a pick on the day. Singletary gets 82 yards and 11 carries, did not dent the end zone. Justin Herbert continues to impress, even though he did throw the pick. 31 of 52, 316 yards. He was under pressure all day. Sacked three times, hurried five more, threw the touchdown pass, but a costly pick as the uh, as the Chargers ended up falling to the Bills, 27-17. Meanwhile, you got the Falcons and the Raiders. Derek Carr, terrible day. Deion Jones, another Deion, picks him off. It's intercepted and picked off on the play. This is Deion Jones. He'll take it all the way. There you go. That is the great Kevin Harlan right there on CBS. 43-6. The Falcons get the win. 43-6. Matt Ryan, 22-39, 185 yards. Did get picked off once. A couple of touchdowns on the day. Meanwhile, Derek Carr, dreadful. 22-34, 215. One pick. Nothing more else to show for it. Not a great day at the office. But it was just a, a, a beatdown by the Falcons, who get their fourth win of the season, and the Raiders go to 6-5 and five on the season. The Giants and the Bengals. It, you know what? The Bengals stink on ice, and they continue to stink. Uh, the Giants come a-calling, and uh, Javel Shepard, or Sheard, I should say, comes through with a game-sealing strip sack right here. And the Bengals, who need a field goal to win it, start at midfield. Allen in trouble. Ball is out as he's sacked. Around it's covered by the Giants, and the Giants are going to win this ball game and move into first place in the NFC East. Allen, the quarterback for the Bengals, uh, the guy nobody really ever heard of, 17 to 29, 136, a touchdown, then a pick. The Bengals just stick, stink. Giovanni Bernard, uh, eight carries, 32 yards, nothing to write home about. Uh, it was not a great game by either. Uh, as a matter of fact, it ended up 19 17. The Giants get the win, but the Giants got the win. They're happy about it. They continue to at least uh, climb out of that, you know, awful NFC East seller. But just sitting at four and seven, the Bengals two eight and one, a dreadful football team. Meanwhile, you got the Titans and the Colts. Derrick Henry, monster game of the ground. Handoff. Henry weaves through. Henry is in again. Touchdown. King Henry has three. Crown him. 
178 yards right there on CBS, 27 carries, 6.6 yards per carry average, three, as you heard, three touchdowns. Tannehill, 13-22, 221, a touchdown, quarterback rating of 108.3. Phillip Rivers, 24-42, did throw a pick, a couple of touchdown passes as well, just under 300 yards, 295, but in a losing effort as the Tennessee Titans, 45-26. They get the win over the Colts. The Vikings and the Panthers, Kirk Cousins to Chad Beebe for the go-ahead touchdown. Justin Jefferson open with one-on-one routes, and then he's run the in-and-out route to get a touchdown. He's run over top to get a touchdown. Empty backfield, second and goal. Cousins to the end zone. Touchdown! Redemption for Chad Beebe! 28-27 the final there on Fox. The Vikings get the win. They hold on because uh, the Carolina Panthers lined up for a game-winning field goal that just got you know pulled to the left. And the Vikings walk away with a victory, sitting at 5-6 and six in the season. The Panthers go to 4-8, and eight, but had a shot to win that game. Just didn't come to fruition. Meanwhile, the Patriots and the Cardinals. Nick Folk with a game winner. Snap and hold are good. Folk is good. And the Patriots win it. Right there on Fox, the Patriots get the win. Cam Newton, 9 of 18 for 84 yards. And two picks. A quarterback rating of 23.6. 23.6. Kyler Murray, not much better. 23 of 34, 170 yards. Sacked a couple of times. Did not throw a touchdown. Had an interception. But uh, Cam Newton, an absolutely awful day. He did have nine carries for 46 yards. But uh, just an awful, awful, awful performance by Cam Newton, who continues to unimpress. And uh, the Patriots, though, they do get the win. They go to 5-6, and 20-17. They knock off the hard-charging Cardinals from the West. Meanwhile, Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Dolphins with a 13-yard touchdown to Mike Gusecki. Not changed in replay, though, and the Dolphins continue to drive, although now it's 3rd and 8. Fitzpatrick lofts one for the end zone, and it is caught! Touchdown, Mike Gusecki! The New Jersey native... Back home and now in the end zone to give Miami the lead. 20 to 3. That's the final off of CBS. Uh, Gusecki uh, gets the catch and uh, the Dolphins go on rather easily. The Jets sitting now at 0 and 11 on the season. 7 and 4, the Dolphins are, and they continue to impress and the, continue to climb, although they play in an absolutely horrific. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that because, I mean, the Bills are pretty good, but uh, the Jets and the Patriots just have not been good. All season long. Meanwhile, the Browns, the Jaguars, Cleveland's defense holds off Jacksonville from scoring the two-point conversion. Here it is. Similar situation. Remember the Texans game, same position, and they ended up missing the two points. That's right. Blenning looking right, probes the defense, throws back in the end zone. It's broken up. Incomplete. Andrew Sendejo is there. And it ended up falling incomplete, and thus the score ends right there, 27-25, that game being on CBS. In the meantime, you got, uh, as you heard, Glennon, 20-35, 235 yards, a couple of touchdowns, not a bad day at the office, but Baker Mayfield, 19-29, 258, and a couple of touchdowns. Nick Chubb, though, the story, 19 carries, 144 yards. Kareem Hunt. 10 carries, 62 yards. They rushed for 207 yards on the day. The Browns did as the Browns continue to win in the National Football League. The Browns go to 8-3. and three. 
The Jaguars sitting at 1-10. and 10. Saints, Broncos, Latavius Murray has this 36-yard touchdown run. Here it is. Good maneuvering by Latavius Murray. What a move and a score. 31-3. to three. The Saints beat up a quarterbackless Denver Broncos team. and That was, by the way, right there on Fox. Saints go to 9-2. and two. Broncos fall to 4-7 and seven on the season. The 49ers and the Rams. Rookie Javon Kinlaw with a pick six. Goff to throw. Hit as he throws and it's intercepted. It's another 49er takeaway. That's the rookie Kinlaw into the end zone. 49er touchdown. There you go on Fox, and uh, it ended up 23-20. to 23-20, uh, Goff picked twice, 19-31, 198 yards, did not dent the end zone, 52.9 quarterback rating. Nick Mullins, 24-35, threw one pick, 252 yards. Mostert, 16 carries, 43 yards, didn't do well, but did get into the end zone one time uh, on Sunday. And uh, 23-20, the 49ers knock off the Rams. Never saw that coming, did we? Uh, the Rams go, seven, especially in L.A., 7-4. and four. Meanwhile, the 49ers sitting at 5-6. and six. The Chiefs and the Buccaneers, Tariq Hill, he's just crazy. And on first down here against a really good Tampa defense, he's throwing it long. Gunning it long, Tyreek Hill holds it in at the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Kansas City, Tyreek Hill, an explosive first quarter, 75-yard touchdown reception on a perfect strike from Patrick Mahomes. There you go, and it ended up 27-24. It was 27-10 going into the fourth quarter. Tom Brady gets a couple of touchdown passes late, but just not enough as the Chiefs knock them off. Chiefs go to 10-1, Buccaneers sitting at 7-5. And then last night's contest, the Seahawks and the Eagles. Chris Carson, by the way, that was on the Chiefs radio network. Chris Carson scores from 16 yards out. From the 16, try it on the ground. Chris Carson picking and choosing his way, trying to stay on his feet, and he'll get there. Touchdown, Chris Carson from 16 yards away. There you go. That's the way things ended up, 23-17. That was out of ESPN. Uh, the Seahawks go to 8-3. and three. The Eagles now sitting at 3-7-1, and one, the next opponent on the docket for your Green Bay Packers. And that is the frenzy. How are we looking? Stay tuned, 855-830-8648. The NFL, are they being a little bit inconsistent with the treatment of the Broncos compared to the Steelers and the Ravens? We heard a little bit earlier from Jason Locke and Fora, the Radio.com NFL insider, saying, nah, baby, nah. No. The Broncos deserve to be punished as opposed to the uh, Steelers and the Ravens. The Ravens have a different set of circumstances. We'll talk about that when we come back. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. We are back. We are glad to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. This portion of the program, 
Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Don't forget, Bud Light seltzer as well. Unquestionably good, naturally carbonated, gluten-free, includes no artificial flavors. Look for, uh, wink, wink, nod, nod, maybe some Facebook Live coming up tonight too. Also brought to you by our friends at uh, Bud Light seltzer. Maybe after 6, 6.30, 7, something like that. Wouldn't surprise me if it popped up. Facebook Live, go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show, and you can follow us there. When it pops up, you can check it out. I uh, got a couple of requests, so I thought I'd throw them out there. You have to you have to wait and see. You have to look tonight. Watch tonight. Coming up, Facebook Live. Uh, so the, the question is with the Denver Broncos, they the NFL said, nope, you are going to play this game. doesn't matter if you have a quarterback or not. Okay? And the Broncos were not happy about it. And some said, well, it was unfair of what uh, the NFL did to the Broncos. On the other hand, you got the Baltimore Ravens who have COVID running rampant. And people say, well, wait a minute, you're treating the, the Baltimore Ravens differently than you're treating the Broncos. We had Jason Lockenfora on uh, a little bit earlier today. Now, Jason Lockenfora, our NFLradio.com insider, also does a show at 105.7 The Fan down in Baltimore. This is when I asked him the difference between these two, here's how he explains it. The Denver Broncos had one positive result. It was a quarterback who had four close contacts. Those close contacts um, all chose to ignore various uh, parts of the protocol, which made them um, immediately become high-risk close contacts. They gathered for longer than they should have. They gathered in a manner they shouldn't have. They ate meals in that uh, area together when they shouldn't have. They didn't wear proper face masks. And... uh, they lied. <laughs> they weren't forthcoming to the original investigators, which actually led to other players on that team reaching out to the NFLPA and saying, hey, we probably shouldn't be practicing because we probably shouldn't be around those guys. Um, it was limited to a group of close contacts in one position group and, again, only one player testing positive. The Ravens still have players testing positive. It's, it's mm-hmm. apples and oranges. They had an outbreak in their weight room that stemmed from a coach uh, – who shouldn't even have been in the building, who should have stayed home because he wasn't feeling great. And everybody goes through the weight room. And it took eight days before the league felt comfortable enough that everyone who needed to be quarantined had been quarantined. I mean, we're talking about 20 players on the COVID-restricted list. Um, That doesn't even include staffers, and we're talking about at least 12 positives. That's 12 times more than Denver. Um, it's not about position. It's not about like your roster. It's not about competitive balance. It's about if we hold this game, if we travel this team, are we putting more individuals at risk of getting sick? In Denver's case, the, all the science said no, and, and they were right, and Denver still only has one positive, Jeff Driscoll. In Baltimore's instance, it wasn't until Sunday morning when they felt like, okay, we've seen the tentacles of this. The, 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 the remaining positives will likely be guys who we already have identified as close contacts, who we expect to have to add to the list. <clears throat> and anything new would probably be from the community at large and not this outbreak. Once they reached that point in time medically, then they went about trying to figure out when they could stage the game. But the Ravens were still adding new players to the COVID list as of yesterday. So I, I don't think they, that, that there's any comparison to be made whatsoever between those those two situations. So there you go. Jason Locke and for our Radio.com NFL Insider from a little bit earlier today explaining the difference 
between the two circumstances. And that game, in case you're just tuning us in, that game that was scheduled tonight between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens that had been postponed or, uh, you know, rescheduled, 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 has been rescheduled again. It's going to take place tomorrow, tomorrow night. Um, I got a couple of things. We were talking earlier about whether or not this Packers offense could carry this team to a uh, – to, to a Super Bowl, and many people chiming in over on the Facebook fan page. Uh, Nathan says, no, our run defense is just too bad. They will end up losing because of the defense. Uh, John says, uh, home field is going to be key. Got to get New Orleans coming up here in the cold. You'll win that game. Uh, Bill says, no, this uh, defensive coordinator refuses to play a true 3-4. They stay in dime most of the time, and they can't stop the run. Same plan over and over again. Things will never change. Uh, I got one more here. Said so we've been asking this question for the last ten years. Uh, I'm afraid we all know what the end is going to be. I hope I'm wrong, but we know that it's going to be the same old, same old when it comes to the defense not being good enough and the offense being just good enough. Rodgers has to have an outstanding performance throughout. Um, and, and then there's just one more here, and this is from uh, Ellie. Ellie says, "If Aaron Rodgers plays exceptionally well, yes, this team will go to a Super Bowl. If he does not, they will not. It all rests on the throwing shoulder." Of number twelve, and we've we've talked about this almost ad nauseum. But you're right. I mean, for the most part, uh, it can't just be the offense as a whole, and cannot just be that the defense just happens to show up. I mean, the defense has to sustain a little bit. Uh, but you're right. I mean, look, if this team is going to go far, it's going to be on the shoulders of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, fair or unfair, it's not fair to ask him to continually do that. Fair or unfair. But nevertheless, uh, that's that's the reality of what it is. Um, let's see here. Uh, this one is from Mark. Says, uh, "What did they do this past weekend? It was so great. You do know the Eagles should not be considered the measuring stick for anything for this upcoming contest. They're beating up on bad teams. They're not beating up on anybody good. Um, you know, I understand that. But you look, what does that mean?" You know, I, you 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 want to take away all the credit when they beat up or get beat by a good team, okay? And they got beat up pretty handily when you look at what happened when they were down in Tampa Bay, okay? The thirty-eight to ten, couple of turnovers. Remember, they ended up they they were up ten, and then after that, it was just they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything after the pick six. So it it seemed all spiral out of control. The Vikings was really, to me, that was the toe-to-toe where they had to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and the defense needed to get a stop and they couldn't against Dalvin Cook and he ran wild. That, to me, was probably more so telling than anything. They had a shot at beating Indianapolis. And that was a pretty good Indianapolis defensive front. So the Jacksonville Jaguars, that defense hit. I mean, they loved to hit. Uh, And I was impressed with what they did. So that Jacksonville team, I, I really like defensively what they put forth. Prior to that, they didn't face a good team in San Francisco. San Francisco was ailing. Minnesota, obviously, a pretty good defense. But the defense, the Jacksonville hit. The Colts were good. The Bears were good. And they put up 24, 31, and 41. It's not like they're completely inept and ca- incapable of actually winning ball games against decent defenses. It's just whether or not they're off or their defense can do just enough to keep them in position to win a ball game, and, and I think they can. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Let's do this. We'll step away. Uh, in case you missed it earlier today, had a really good interview. Jim Gray, the 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster, author of a new book called Talking to Goats, 
the moments you remember and the stories you never heard. Really good conversation. Uh, just about, you know, kind of interviews and sports and such in general. That is coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Peace up. Peace A-Town. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Bill Michael show continues on. And a reminder, our friends over at uh, Van Horn Auto, they've got that cyber sale going on right now. Till the 5th, as a matter of fact. So you got some time if you're looking for a new car, used car, some... Uh, yeah, well, look, they got a sports car uh, section in their website as well. Go to VanHornAuto.com, by the way. You can even finance your service. You can finance service. You can get tires. You can get brakes. they got seasonal specials going on right now through the service department. Everybody there is an owner, which means everybody there has a vested interest in your satisfaction. They are family-born and employee-owned. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That is VanHornAuto.com. Again, VanHornAuto.com. Uh, Jim Gray, 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster, author. He's got a new book out called Talking to Goats, The Moments You Remember and the Stories You Never Heard. You can find him on Twitter at Jim Gray Official. Again, at Jim Gray Official. And I had a chance to catch up with him. Some really interesting stuff from earlier today regarding interviewing some of the people that he's had a chance to really sit down and chat with, some of the ones that uh, really kind of – you know, we've all had a chance to interview people that we've appreciated and have been great within a sense. But there's sometimes you just doing this business, you run across somebody, you're like in awe. You know, you're just like, you're like a kid again. So we start out talking a little bit about that. We went to uh, <clears throat> the publishing houses for their auction, and um, it was after, you know, this is 43 years of broadcasting now, Bill, so it's, you know, tens of thousands of interviews and events and so forth. So I uh, just decided, you know, it was time to kind of, Put this all together. Stedman Graham is a good friend of mine, and he's been telling me for years uh, two things. Jim Gray, they're paying you to talk. Just keep talking and put all these stories down on paper. So he's written 12 books, including Identity Leadership and so forth. And him and Oprah have been uh, together for 35, 40 years now, and so they have a pretty good idea about books and stories, so they just kept encouraging me. And after hearing it for 10 or 12 or 15 years, I decided it was the right time to do it. Got Greg Bishop from Sports Illustrated. A great writer. Uh, he wrote this with me. He did an incredible job. So uh, that was kind of the genesis of it. Just over the course of time, Bill decided it was time. We'll, we'll talk about some of the better interviews and all that kind of stuff coming up. But I got to ask you, what was it like the other night? Because uh, I saw you doing the post uh, fight stuff with Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. That set, uh, you got Snoop Dogg on the set. Man, what a what a what a fun night! A weird <laughs> night that had to be, right? Well, it was fun, and and it was incredible to see the the Staples Center and the, and the people at uh, Triller and and Mike Tyson, uh, the set that they built, and and the atmosphere was uh, really spectacular. As far as Mike in the ring, really astonishing, Bill, to see what he was able to accomplish at 54 years of age, to lose 100 pounds, to be in that shape, uh, to go out and put on an exhibition, and same with Roy Jones. Uh, Roy got hit in the ribs uh, several times, and showed tremendous uh, stamina 
and ability for a 51-year-old man. So it was a fun night. Uh, didn't appear to me that either guy was trying to hurt one another, and that and that's what it should be. Nobody should get hurt in an exhibition. But they also uh, displayed some pretty astonishing skills for for their age, and it was fun. And Snoop, Snoop's, Snoop was great. He had he had a lot of very very funny and insightful comments uh, doing the commentary. Yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing the depth of that guy, without a doubt. So I want to ask you. Let's uh, let's go back to the book for a minute. For all the people, and I know you get asked this a thousand times, but. You know, there's people that are the greatest where you can look at, because you and I do this. I've been doing this a lot less than you have, obviously, and talk to a lot fewer people. But people always say, well, what's your best interview? And what, but you, you don't get in awe of many people. Is there anybody you've been in awe of when you've had a chance to sit down and chat with them? Well, a lot of them. I mean, from the very first one, Muhammad Ali, uh, all the way up until the last interview that he ever did, which he allowed me to do. Uh, Muhammad Ali, you were always, you know, knew you were in a special space, uh, you know, and there was countless dozens upon dozens of times that I got to interview him. But all of the presidents of the United States, when, when you have the uh, man who is really the leader of the free world uh, and you're sitting down and talking to them, you know, there's a, there's a different anticipation and I don't want to say anxiety, but, you know, you, you, ha- you, you, you have all of your antenna up because his time is precious and their time is precious. Uh, so um, I would say that, uh, you know, it's been an awesome experience. And uh, you, you are in awe of these people. I mean, who, who couldn't be in front of Nelson Mandela and just say, wow, look at what this man's achieved? Right. Or, 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 you know, ending the Cold War, uh, Mikhail Gorbachev. Um, or just, you know, having a good time and, and being, being in front of Charles Barkley on numerous occasions. So it runs, it runs the gamut. Um, some of them, you know, you just get very comfortable and familiar with, and, and, and like Kobe Bryant, I knew him since he was an infant all the way through his life. So, you know, it's not where you're sitting there and saying, wow, this is, I'm in awe of Kobe. It's just, you know, more trying to ascertain information for, for the public and, and, and try and find out what's going on. So, you know, it kind of depends. That's kind of a hard one to answer, but it, it, it does change, just like I'm sure it changes with you, Bill, depending mm-hmm. upon, you know. Uh, the circumstances. Talking with Jim Gray, 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster, author of the new book, Talking Goats, The Moments You Remember and the Stories You've Never Heard. When you sit down, I've always found it fascinating. When I get a chance to sit down and interview somebody and then they tell me something that, much like your book title says, the story you never heard, where you go, oh, wow, I, I didn't know that. Have you? Ha- I mean, obviously you've had thousands of those wow moments, but is there a few that stick out in your mind that go, wow, that was just one of those things that I just never saw coming? Well, I think it happens a lot, and it happens uh, a lot now because people are so guarded. So, you know, you, you, I'm sure, hear sound bites, and you hear things that you know you haven't heard before. And it happens rarely because, you know, everybody's kind of on automatic pilot, or they do it through their own distribution means, their own social media. So it, but it happens more, fr- more frequently than, than, than you would think uh, because if people are comfortable, uh, they usually, you know, are willing to, Give more information, and if and if the interviewers are willing to listen and 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 let them have that have that forum, you know more information comes out. I mean, I guess you know the book has dozens and you know hundreds of examples uh, of some of those things. Um, I've always been amazed that you know we 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 go back to where we started here. Mike Tyson has always been very very honest and 
no matter how heinous the acts or, or despicable something he might have done, he always came out and, you know, took his own medicine and answered the questions, whether it was an ear biting, uh, you know, whether it was leaving the penitentiary. He wrote me a five-page letter, Bill, uh, when he was in the penitentiary, um, got, came to my house, and I opened it up and uh, uh, on, the, uh, on the second page, uh, in his own hand, uh, he said, you know, they will let me go tomorrow if I would admit to this rape, but I did not rape this woman, and I will never admit to something I didn't do. And then in the next paragraph, he said, however, there are four or five other things that I've done throughout the course of my life that are worse than what I'm accused of. Therefore, I feel I'm at the right place at this time. So mm-hmm. I asked him about that when he got out of jail. Uh, in the first interview that he did, I said, is this a private letter or a public letter? He said, you can ask me anything you want. So I asked him that. What was worse? And he said, looked over at his lawyer, looked back at me, and he said, it's probably best not to answer this on national television because I don't know what the statute of limitations are. But what I told you is true. So, I mean, there, there, there you know, all kinds of things that, that we see and hear and, and listen to and ask questions about uh, that reveal these folks, uh, you know, why they were able to achieve the excellence that they have, why they've had the pitfalls and the quirks and flaws, uh, their triumphs and tragedies. So it's been, you know, it's been an amazing journey. There is something to the art of the interview, um, and you had mentioned one of those things just momentarily uh, about listening. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're interviewing somebody, we always have that list of questions, things that we need to get out of the way. But as you're listening, I mean, is there something specific as a as an interviewer that you're listening for, an avenue that you're listening for, that you can get a little bit deeper and pull something a little bit deeper out of that particular person or circumstance? Yes, there really is, and and it's and it is that ability to recognize. I mean, all of the people who are in our profession, uh, you know, really are, are very well prepared. Okay, so they know what's in the public domain, and they also know what hasn't been exposed. So you kind of hear it while it's happening. I mean, you probably have Aaron Rodgers on, or Christian Yelich, or Mark Antanasio, or whoever, and you know what they have said in the past, certainly whatever, three to six months, and then you probably have a greater perspective of what they've done throughout the course of their career. So, Bill, when somebody says something to you, you're hearing it as new. And when you're hearing it as new, the wheels start spinning because you're listening to follow up on that because you know they're going into an area where they haven't. Well, the biggest break that I got in my career was not only being able to have Muhammad Ali as my first interview and him being so kind and generous with his time and taking a liking to me, but I was a videotape editor, so when I would come back and edit the videotape for the sports and the news, I was 18 years old. Well, back at that time, it was America held hostage, and Ted Koppel was just coming on with Nightline because of the mm-hmm. Iranian crisis. And on the other monitor uh, in my booth was Johnny Carson. Well, Johnny Carson and Ted Koppel turned out to be two of the greatest listeners in the history of television because they could listen, think, and react all within the same split second, snap of a finger. So they would intake the information, think about it, and react because they were great listeners. So I would study them at night after the evening news, and boy, was it really something. And it was two totally different, two totally different genres. One was in comedy and one was in news. But by being able to study them, I said, you know what? What a remarkable skill. And it's very difficult to do, but if you can do that, 
And if you can figure out a way to be able to have all of the information in your head and have that ability, you know, there might be a career here. And, you know, we have some great people who do that now. I mean, look at Bob Costas. He's very similar. Right. You know, listen, think, and react. And uh, so that, that, was a, that was a huge break for me to be a videotape editor because by accident I started watching those guys after the news. There you go, Jim Gray, 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster, author of the new book, Talking to Goats, The Moments You Remember and the Stories You've Never Heard. He joined us a little bit earlier today on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. We'll wrap things up. Coming up next on The Bill Michaels Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers return to the practice field tomorrow to prepare for the Eagles here at Lambeau Field on Sunday. Green Bay adding a couple of players, former Rams and Cowboys receiver and returner Tavon Austin. They hope the 30-year-old will add some experience on offense and special teams and a defensive lineman Anthony Rush and the Packers are pleased with the progress this month of wide receiver Equinemia St. Brown head coach Matt LaFleur the thing that's been so impressive to me is he's answered the bell in terms of some of the things that we've asked him to do in the run game being physical making key blocks digging out safeties he made some key plays for us with the ball in his hands. Obviously, the, the key third down where, I don't know, what he got, 15 yards or whatever it may be. That was a big-time play by him. Now, the Eagles lost to the Seahawks last night, their third loss in a row. Former Lions defensive back Darius Slay, now with Philadelphia, could not keep up with the Seahawks' D.K. Metcalf on Monday Night Football. Uh, props to D.K. for being uh, giving me the good work. You know, we uh, compete in every play, but uh, he played his ass off today, and I just got to get better. You know, it's my worst. I say this is by far my worst game I've ever played, and, uh, you know, I lost really, like, truly lost almost every 50-50 ball. Like, I was probably over. That's Eagles cornerback Darius Slay in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. program the bill michaels show we continue on only a few minutes before we have to get out of here hey coming up tomorrow um, a lot of talk today about the mvp race and after we had a chance to watch russell wilson last night uh depends on who you talk to some feel it's still russell wilson's to lose other feel that others feel that patrick mahomes is in the mix and others say look aaron Rodgers is gonna win it when it comes to the MVP race, do you believe Aaron Rodgers is the new front runner for the MVP? And if not, who do you think is the front runner? And what has to happen for Aaron Rodgers to win this thing? So we're going to talk about that. Also, uh, former NFL quarterback Bruce Gridkowski is going to join us tomorrow. We'll ask him that exact question. Who's uh, who? Uh, you know, who does he think as a former NFL quarterback? Who does he think is the front runner right now for the MVP? Which has become a quarterback-driven award more so than anything. In a quarterback-driven league, I understand that. There are others that could possibly qualify, but uh, who do you think uh, – maybe your top five when it comes to the quarterback or the MVP chase. 
and who you think that might be. So that's coming up tomorrow on the program as well. Don't forget, tomorrow begins our broadcast for the Toy Drive. And it starts tomorrow morning early on, uh, 5 a.m., and it's time for the uh, the fans' 14th annual toy drive. It benefits Children's Wisconsin. It starts at 5 a.m. tomorrow and goes all day, uh, almost, what, uh, 36, 37 hours? Even longer than that, actually, when you think about it. Uh, but we're going to do this all day tomorrow with the morning show, my show, afternoon show. We're going to continue on all the way overnight and then into the next day. And then it'll culminate with the huddle uh, coming up on Thursday night, all the way going until 8 o'clock. So we'll be live and local the entire time on one hundred five. Uh, excuse me, on 1250 AM, The Fan. And we hope you're a part of it. And if you can, we appreciate it if you go to 1250amthefan.com and click on the Toy Drive link, and you can either buy a toy or you can donate some money. But we can't do this without you. Thanks to our friends at Lincoln Contractor Supply, uh, Hupy and Abraham. I mentioned Current Electric. They're such good people. Also, Skipper Buds, Todd and the gang out there. Todd's the GM. Go out there and get a good – right now, I mean, God knows they're making deals on boats because nobody's taking them out right now. So if you're looking for a boat for the upcoming uh, season, now's a great time to go make a deal. Also, some other uh, terrific people, uh, Bayview Shade and Blind, uh, Brothers Consolidated Heating and Air Conditioning. So there's so many different people in the Milwaukee market to thank, but uh, we can't do this without you. Uh, we, we, we need the push. Because we're nowhere near what our numbers were last year, and I don't think we're going to have any shot at reaching it. But uh, if we could give a really nice push for the remainder of the season, and remember, the toys for the the toy drive not only benefit the kids at Christmas time, but all year round. So if you can help us out starting tomorrow, even today for that matter, uh, we certainly would appreciate it. But a very special day coming up tomorrow on the program. So that's it. We're going to get back at it tomorrow, and then I'll be back again on Thursday. And we got the huddle, and we got a lot more coming up. So. It's going to be good stuff. Good, good stuff. Thanks so much for taking a listen to us. Good stuff from Jim Gray today, Jason Locking Ford today. We had a good time. So that's it. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Until then, have a going. Zoop. Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.